welcome to desi return diaries embracing home again the podcast that shares personal journeys and expert insights on returning to india i'm your host avinash pedi here to guide and inspire you on your desi return journey hello everyone welcome to another episode of desi return today we have shweta on our uh, podcast shweta did her bachelor's in iit worked in india for few years before moving to us uh, she came back to india uh, and uh, started her own firm uh, there are a lot of uh, interesting facts i mean she settled in at her hometown and not part of like a big major city uh, which brings a different perspective to our audience uh, with that welcome shweta to our podcast thank you vinash great so let's start with uh, a little bit of your background um, you know your academic background uh, career wise what made you to move to us and uh, what was the thought process and the trigger points for you to decide to move back to india uh, i think that would be very helpful sure absolutely so i um, i graduated from iit delhi in 2010 and post that uh, from campus itself i got placed into goldman sachs so i was working in bangalore for goldman sachs for about 6 uh, years and then um somewhere in the middle there because my husband and i both are from north india we started feeling a little bit not at home there and we started thinking we're living away from family career wise also maybe we're not at the best place so what do we do and we thought um maybe if we went to us where you know it's um, it's supposed to be really good for our careers then that would sort of help satisfy this this slight unsatisfaction that is coming in within us and also i think another point was we were seeing a lot of our friends who were going to the us and settling there and no one was coming back so we felt like there must be something great out there that we need to explore and um, and so yeah that triggered us sort of i had a conversation with my managers and they agreed to um, relocate me within within the firm okay that's great so uh, when did you move to us and uh, for how long you lived there and uh, what was the uh, the decision process of coming back to india uh, so right. that would be also helpful yeah so um we moved to us in march of 2016 and uh, post that we were there uh, till about end of 2018 so almost 3 years um we were settled in um, in new york so we were living just across the river in jersey city and um, and we were traveling to work um, on on the manhattan side it was definitely a very an amazing city to live in and um, of course it's new york <laughs> uh, but uh, and we really had a great time while we were there um so it was definitely a very difficult decision to move back because everything was in a way great there and there was no logical reason if anyone was talking to us as to why we would ever come back uh but somewhere inside we felt something missing and we felt like we're not at home um there was uh it's difficult to put it in words and i think it was at that time as well where i was just glad my husband and i shared the same feeling and that's why we could decide but to all our friends we were never able to explain exactly what it was but i think it was something around that um 
even us is very capitalistic and there is um, a lot of hard work that you have to keep doing and you feel that there is a little bit of distance between you and your parents who are living in india and we could imagine the same thing for, from our kids like they would feel distant from us and somewhere it felt a little lonely i think in the longer run so we knew that it, at this age it was not something that it, that would bother us because we would just get busy in our careers busy in raising the family and just enjoying uh, what else is out there but in a couple of years we could imagine being at a state where it didn't feel that great and we knew that at that stage it becomes very difficult to come back so that's why for us it was more that we can do this sooner rather than later other than that i i had a baby in um in 2000 early 2018 so we were also struggling with the challenge of raising a kid um as part of a nuclear family which is true in india as well i guess if you live in big cities when parents are not nearby then it's the same challenge i guess that you face but um we also felt that even if we wanted to really enjoy in new york you know having a small kid is not the right time for it so um so that also sort of decided the timing for us that we can go sooner rather than later got it so it sounds like you listen to your heart i mean so there is no like a concrete specific reason that you can put but your right. heart uh, felt like it might be time to go maybe right. uh, come back Uh, so that's great um so you came back to india uh, in 2018 um so you, did you decide a place or like how, so maybe you can talk a little bit about your career transition like what was your thought process uh, when you are uh, planning to or when you decided to move back uh, and uh, and how did you go about it yeah absolutely so in terms of career um, that was also i think a big deciding factor thanks that you pointed it out in terms of moving back so um i was sort of starting to get a little um uh, little dissatisfied on my work as well um so it had been almost 9 work 9 years that i had been working in this organization and 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 again everything was really great day to day but if i imagined myself 10 years 20 years down the line being really successful in that place and becoming really senior i didn't think i would feel satisfied with the life that i've lived being sort of that self centered i guess um where i was making money for myself and living a happy not happier it's like living a luxurious life um but then there wasn't lot more character to it than that in my head at least and and that's what was bothering me so and we had we we my husband and i both didn't, didn't have a lot of like um didn't have a lot of aspirations to spend on a lot of things we we always lived in a simple house we always had simple clothing we, we didn't really uh, pursue a lot of luxuries uh, which would give us satisfaction of earning the money i would say so we we had put a decent amount of savings in our bank and we thought um you know we could just take some time to to retire and um, and just see what our uh, what we actually want to do independent of earning money and then we could do that so when we moved back in 2018 the natural um, the natural place to go to was our hometown because there there is already a home and our expenses would be less and we we could just take the time off and not do any work so that's what we did 
um and for one year we were basically just not doing anything trying to figure out what we would want to do uh we explored making games we explored um uh, you know just make, doing something for the local uh, vegetable vendors on a lot of like ideas that we could think of might excite us but nothing really stuck and um and after some time we felt that maybe this isn't exactly what we want to do it didn't um like sitting idle at home was also not giving us a lot of satisfaction we were missing uh being around people going to work and that's when we thought there was also obviously some level of societal pressure i would say there were relatives around if we were living somewhere maybe nuclear maybe we wouldn't have felt as much pressure but um everyone who would come home would be like why have you come back from us why are you sitting idle not doing anything when you can earn so much money so it was all of that pressure also probably added up and a lot of other softer things wherein we then decided maybe we can take a job and then we explored that for maybe 10 15 days where we thought and we talked to a few people who were in jobs here in india and again it felt like a very hectic lifestyle uh, that people were following and we felt like if we were um you know going to do that then um then again we might end up in the same place a few years later where we were before we returned to india and that's why we felt we'll try to get a little more balance in our life where it will not be this extreme that we are just not working at all and it will not be the other extreme where work has become everything so we'll try to be here in a smaller city close to our family and still doing um some commercial activity that helps sustain us um and gives us that satisfaction great so thank you for sharing that i mean there's a lot of information there uh, uh, in that uh, 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 in the details that you provided maybe let's try to unpack a little bit more just that would be helpful for the audience and if you're okay to share um so you mentioned about moving back to india and uh, you know the lifestyle that you maintain as a minimalist take or you know trying to have that kind of a lifestyle um you were planning to retire early but was the intent always that you want to take some time off and then get back and decide what you want to do or are you thinking of like a permanent retirement and let let the life goes on that's one question i just wanted to touch base and then we can go into yeah time. yeah no i actually we were thinking of it as a permanent retirement and and we were hoping that we would find our passion that we would really want to do so my personal inclination was towards uh going to maybe an ngo and doing some social work and spending my life on that uh my husband's um was a little more around having a bit of leisure i guess where you don't have to worry about anything and you kind of can i i guess what you how you put it before was probably right where where you can do what your heart wants to do you don't have to like you don't have any obligations that you have to worry about in in some ways so that was so so obviously it was very different for the both of us but and we spent the year actually visiting a lot of other folks so we have a couple a uh, friend who live in mp and do organic farming um they are also batchmates from id delhi and um, so so we visited them they are also kind of doing that where they retired early we also visited another couple who were settled in um, in himachal pradesh and um, so they also had moved back from us they they were uh, 
they were earlier settled in Gurgaon for a couple of years and then they had moved to MP. So we we visited a lot of people where we felt, uh, you know, those might be kind of where our life would also lead us because people who had come before us were doing these things. Uh, but none of those sort of excited us uh, because obviously for everyone, it's a very different um a different thing that each person's heart wants right so um so any of the options that we had explored didn't seem right and when we thought that we both of us have actually always loved technology and loved coding and loved what jobs we were doing just just maybe not in the setup that we were doing it if we could feel a little more free doing it and that's how we actually thought if this is what we really love doing, that maybe we should just spend the time doing it. And starting a company in a small um, small town also fulfilled that social um, aspiration inside me a little bit because it is generating employment for people who are here who don't want to move to a big city or just helping in that sustainability a little bit, I guess. Yeah. Great. Thanks for sharing that. So it was a permanent uh, plan of uh, retirement, but after exploring like, you know, what you really want, maybe you're trying to balance it out based on just in the experience, at least for now, right? Until yeah. whatever your heart feels. Um, right. Yeah, if, if, if it is okay, I mean, this is a common question that uh, comes across like a lot of uh, uh, aspirants from return to India, especially a lot of people might be considering, you know, retiring after moving here because they don't want to continue the corporate world or whatever the reasons. Um, from your perspective, if you're open, uh, is there certain numbers, right, in terms of like, you know, you have to think about like how much of corpus fund, like how much of savings that you need to have in your account based on your expenses. Uh, I think that would be helpful. Uh, again, this is not like a fire uh, kind of like a retire early kind of uh, deep dive. So this is just a quick point that we can touch yeah no i think i can just share some numbers what we had worked out for ourselves um we had thought that because we'll be living in a smaller city maybe you know um two lakhs a month kind of expense works for us so 24 lakhs a year is kind of what we need and you can sort of try to back calculate from there how much money you need to have invested so that you can have that much returns coming in. We were always hoping we can generate some sort of passive income source in India as well. We can maybe have some, um, some. Uh, we had some property of our parents, so we, we were thinking maybe we can construct something there, give it out on rent to generate some income. Or we're also in the middle thought, we'll, uh, we built an Airbnb here so that we, that can help fulfill the need of meeting people and also um, and also generating some income. So that is what our plan was. Um, but uh, yeah, I think uh, I think when like truly there is no income coming in, um, you also start spending less for just some psychological reason. and um, and that's why I didn't think that particular aspect was very hard. My my personal feeling is probably very different to conventionally how we think in this is that um, we should not worry about that aspect so much. Because no matter how much money you have, you will always, like, as you keep earning more, your lifestyle keeps becoming more and more expensive. And at each point, you will feel that money is not sufficient to ever retire. So, so it's like, if you're feeling the need to take the jump, you should, and then figure out the money aspect 
you know, on the side. And um, and I'm making an assumption here, but I feel like most of the people who are even considering this are fortunate enough in terms of the uh, intellect they've got or the hard work they've got that they would be able to make it fine, right? Because they've reached the stage in their life where they're no longer struggling with basic needs and that's why they're even thinking about fire. And if they reach that stage, I think they'll be fine in life and they would be able to earn something or the other. Uh, yeah, there is never a end to uh, your desire, right? I mean, the more is always better, um, but it's also determining what's more important, um, you know, whether continuing that race or this is a quality of life that I would like to maintain. And based on that, you can do everybody's calculation is different. Everybody's way of looking at the life is different. Uh, but thank you very much for sharing that. I think that's very uh, helpful. Um, maybe just uh, going back to some of the things that you have mentioned, uh, since you worked in Bangalore, um, you worked in like a big metro in New York, which is much different uh, than like, I think, uh, you know, when you move back to the hometown, I don't know where you uh, like move back so you can tell about that. So maybe my question is more about is there something that you miss uh, in terms of the interactions, the intellectuals or like some of the uh, things that are available, right? I think because uh, a big metro is different from maybe a, a, a small or like in a medium town. So if you can talk a little bit about living in these big metros, like in India, US, and then like coming back to another town in uh, India, I think that would be very helpful for someone who is considering about moving to like a tier two city or a tier three city. Uh, so that would be very valuable. Sure. So absolutely. I think living in Bangalore as a bachelor was definitely uh, um, amazing because there are a lot of like things to do, um, friends to meet, it, like most of your friends from college would also be in one of these three, four big cities. So um, there's a lot of fun you can have. And at that point, I think people don't have very many responsibilities as well. So it's it's sort of the stage of life as well, where you enjoy all of those things very much. And um, New York was, again, I think very similar um, in that sense that there was like, th there is this whole breadth of experience available in New York where no matter what your interests, you will find enough people who are interested in the same thing and there'll be some or the other community that you can find and engage yourself in within those interests. So, um, but at this stage of life, at least when I moved to Karnal, uh, so Karnal, I, I live in Karnal now, which is in Haryana. Um, I feel the smaller cities in India have also gotten um, very nice infrastructure, at least in this area in and around Delhi. So my place is about two and a half hours from Delhi. And so the thing I like about the city is it's not very far from Delhi. It's not very far from Chandigarh. So I can find enough of my friends in these two cities that we can connect regularly. The roads are amazing. So travel time is not a lot. Um, and again, the airport connectivity, similarly, we have airports in both these places. So it doesn't take me very long to go to the airport as well. Then in a regular day-to-day -day way, I don't have to deal with a lot of traffic. I don't have to, like going anywhere is not a hassle. And then we can also hire a lot of help i guess here which is which is true in bigger cities as well so i don't think that's a that's much of a difference but there is definitely a level of slowdown in pace which is there in a smaller city 
um so for example here when we live here we have a small kitchen garden we try to spend some time growing our own vegetables um because i mean that is one challenge which we truly felt in india that the food quality itself you can't really trust so i talked to a few people who are like uh, you know related to farmers and they said even farmers nowadays are growing their own vegetables separately which is free from the injections and free from all the pesticides and um, and you know the what they're growing for commercial use is different yeah. <laughs> and we are getting that commercial use <laughs> vegetables so we're trying we're trying we're trying to find organic um, pulses and uh, grains etc as well trying to make sure because this was one thing which we actually truly felt as one big difference uh, one big sort of thing we miss about new york that the food quality was really great um another thing i mentioned to people is i i was definitely missing some of the things our taste got acquired to like a good pizza the the kind of american pizza which is which is more difficult to find in india but there are still places where you can find it we got used to eating cheesecakes we got used to eating avocado so but i was actually surprised we did find a shop in karnal which sells avocado yeah so so you know it's um stuff is all out there i think it's just about finding it yes certain things are going to be more difficult being settled here uh, but each place has its pros and cons and i think it's more about just seeing which ones which cons are you okay to live with definitely so yeah thanks again for sharing such a um, valuable information that's going to be very helpful uh maybe moving on to that um, uh, the another uh, point that you mentioned uh, which is uh, starting a a a, uh, a business or an uh, you know into an it company uh, in in your hometown um, so i would love to hear a little bit more about that i mean especially uh, finding people uh, you know who has this experience uh, right. that's one aspect and also like maybe ease of starting your own business in india uh, is it easy hard because there might be people who are considering about becoming an entrepreneur when when they move back so it would definitely be a good perspective for somebody who has done this uh, who was in a career uh, in a professional career before so i think if you can uh, expand a little bit on those two things that would be very helpful sure so my honest opinion actually is that it's really difficult still even though it has probably become easier than before given what we hear from the government but um it was still quite difficult for me to start this business the one thing that actually made this easier of course was my husband who has done multiple startups before so he had a great deal of experience in um, in starting and failing or succeeding companies um but uh but i think for me definitely coming from a job the challenge was the kind of whole variety of skills that you now need in for running a business in a job you're not more focused on sort of um, your role and becoming an expert at that when starting a small company you have to do everything like right from um making sure electricity is coming in your office and you know how do you now figure it out you put a generator or something so that people can actually work efficiently or providing them with tea or coffee and stuff like that which you never even had to think about in a regular job um which you would even look down upon i would say in a normal way that why am i having to do these things but you kind of have to do everything and um and as we keep growing um there are like there are 10 different types of taxes that you have to take care of so you have to make sure even very early on to have a ca who can handle a lot of these 
um, financial aspects. Um, and then, you know, you have to play the role of an HR also. You have to play the role of a salesperson also. And you have to play the role of the person doing the execution as well. So we were lucky that we were uh, we were able to always find people um, who, who were joining us um, in various kind of positions and who were smart enough that our company was able to do do well. Um, and um, yeah, so I think in that sense, actually, we felt like starting a company in a small uh, city, obviously it becomes a lot more challenging because you have much smaller pool of people to choose from when you're going uh, because not everyone wants to move here. But then once we're able to find such a person and it aligns for them that this is where they really want to stay, we get a much better retention. And it's probably also about sort of the work culture that we're trying to maintain. We're ensuring that there is no toxicity in the work culture. There is, um, you know, working hours are are uh, are reasonable, and uh, and that so a lot of things that we've actually borrowed from the American work culture where we we've, we've always spent our so even when I was in Bangalore because I was working for an American company, all the work culture and work ethics I know about are inspired from a U.S. Uh, U.S. based organization. So that is what we have also tried to imbibe in our organization. Okay, great. So uh, I know, I think you kind of mentioned maybe a perspective from uh, coming from a professional career to like an entrepreneur where you have to wear a lot of hats, a lot of things that you have to take care. Maybe just to clarify, maybe for the audience, um, is it going to be much more challenging uh, from a administrative side uh, doing a startup in India versus doing a startup in US, right? I mean, I just wanted to, right. so uh, just maybe peel it a little bit more on that particular right. topic. Uh, is it just maybe more bureaucratic, like more forms to fill in, or right. maybe the difficulty of starting a company in India is much more harder than what, you know, maybe abroad. So I don't know if, if you have any perspective on that or anything that you can share there. Right. Um, actually, I don't really have much perspective on that because I didn't really um, get an experience of how difficult it is to do in US. Um, but from a India standpoint, I would say um, th there is definitely some bureaucracy involved. But for the most part, I think there is help available. Um, so there are people who are experts in a lot of these areas who are available to sort of guide you on how to do these things. Um, it's easy to miss some of the things, but if you're okay to just sort of keep some more buffer as in, in terms of financials and sort of, so there are like very, very small things like maybe there's ESIC, which you have to give for people who have lower income. There's some insurance that is insured by the government. And let's say you forget about it because no one told you that this is something you need to take care of as soon as you become a, I don't know, five, 10 person company. So then you're like, fine, I missed it. And then later, whenever you start doing it, there's some fines that you have to pay and some little more paperwork that you have to do. But maybe if you're okay with that, those kind of like extra money that you have to spend because you didn't care about these aspects in the beginning, um, then that can make your life a little bit easier. So I would definitely say it's not easy, but if you take a little more money as your buffer and feel that, you know, I'll focus on some of the more core aspects of our business to begin with, and then uh, maybe get to these a little bit later, then that might help. Okay, great. Um, maybe um, just switching the gears a little bit. Um, 
So are there anything that you miss from US or cons of living in India? Maybe if you can summarize, I think, you know, we kind of touched about a lot of positive things right. uh, and uh, other aspects. So if there's anything that, uh, you know, from your perspective that you miss or you, you know, not like is the right word, but I mean, you know, this is not yeah. like an ideal place, right? I think in, in India. So anything that you can share from your perspective? No, absolutely. There are a lot of things that we miss, honestly. Um, first of all, at the top, it'll be clean air. <laughs> uh, especially around this area, there's a lot of pollution. And um, in normal days, it's still okay. But there are like um, maybe at least one or two months in the year when it becomes like really unbearable and you have to be indoors and always with the air purifier on. So that obviously is one big challenge. Um, then there is... Um, just I think aesthetically how beautiful US is. Most of our cities, I guess maybe because of population or I don't know, whatever reasons are not that um, pretty in a usual way. We obviously have a lot of monuments and everything which, uh, which, which are great and really pretty. But in a general sense, like when we were in Jersey City, we could just walk over to the river and there was a nice, uh, nice little walkway around it and we could just take a walk there and it would look like um, you know, you are on a on a trip somewhere. You you're you're on a holiday, so you don't get that kind of a feeling um, here in at least the kind of uh, city where I live. Then, um, like I'd mentioned before about the food, there are definitely certain things that I've acquired the taste for, and I miss those. Um, and I think a little bit on the um sort of work culture wise also just even for very small things that you have to do like maybe you have to get something repaired in your home or you have to call a plumber in us i felt like it was very easy because if someone said they're going to come in at that time they're going to come in at that time and you could just leave your key there and they would do the work and go here if someone says they're going to come at 2 p.m they you have to make at least 10 calls after that and after that this person comes so all of those were definitely a big cultural shock for us that, you know, we've always lived in this culture, but somehow even within three years we returned, um, even then it felt like a big cultural shock. So I'm sure for people who have spent more time in US, it would feel um, like a big deal. And um, other than that, is there anything else? Yeah, I think that would broadly summarize the kind of things we miss. Um, but I think there's like the for the... For some of these things, I feel there is some level of beauty in this kind of chaos that is, which is there in India. It's not a very organized uh, sort of place, but you do find, once you come back and give it some time, you do feel acquainted to it and, uh, and, and it doesn't bother you as much. Okay, great. Yeah, again, thank you for sharing that. So is there any topic or uh, anything else that you wanted to communicate that we haven't covered? Uh... Right. Um, no, I think I'm good. <laughs> okay, great. Um, so thanks a lot. I think we are uh, going to our final segment, which is like in the rapid four. Um, mm-hmm. So what's the surprise thing uh, that you noticed after returning to India? A surprise? Yeah. Um, the kind of cafes and um, everything uh, and the kind of things that are available in India now. Um, when I had gone to US, I remembered India as it was at the time when I had left. So when I came back, I realized India has moved forward from there, what my image of India was. Um, 
yeah in a lot of ways india is a lot more similar to us than i had imagined before i moved okay great and uh, your favorite uh, travel destination in india um that i would say is in uh, himachal so it's nearby we can go quickly <laughs> yeah and then uh, favorite indian dish or a restaurant uh indian dish maybe uh, rajma chawal <laughs> and then the last one is uh, favorite part of living in india uh i would say a little bit around uh, spirituality uh, there is a lot of wealth of information we have uh, around spirituality here which is just innate to our culture we don't have to do much to sort of get those um which are difficult to find anywhere else and um, so yeah and in terms of spirituality actually they also say that uh, it it matters where you are and given that a lot of like people have spent their lives pursuing spirituality in india this the land itself has those vibrations and being here you can feel a little more spiritual than than other places so that i would say is one thing that i feel is us okay great so i think that's all for today once again thank you very much for sharing your personal journey a lot of nuggets there uh, especially okay. in terms of living in a tad three city uh, you know the things that you miss uh the aspects of starting your own uh you know uh, business a uh, lot of lot of lot of valuable information and uh, really appreciate you taking the time and sharing this story with us. Thank you very much.